I need to ask you something. What? Please, come closer. What is it? Will you go penguin sledding with me? Uh, sure, I, I guess. Watch out! This podcast contains spoilers. Yeah, so if you don't know what changed when the Fire Nation attacked, go watch Avatar and come back and listen to us then. If you have watched Avatar The Last Airbender, though. And The Legend of Korra. I'm Becky. And I'm Tyler. And this is The Watch Out Podcast. Welcome to The Watch Out, where I accidentally summoned a boy to be thawed out of an iceberg because my brother made a sexist comment and upset me. Do you remember that, Tyler? I slightly do remember that. <laughs> I remember the Katara just screaming at Sokka and his crazy Sokka moments of like, you're a girl, you can't do this or whatever. But if it weren't for Katara, he would still be trapped in there. Just saying. So I do if we didn't have if we didn't have Sokka making fun that she's a making fun of the fact that she's a girl, Aang would probably still be stuck in the iceberg. Yeah. I think that's totally, totally, totally I think that is definitely a dissertation that could be written. In the next 500 years, possibly. Who knows? Who really yes. knows? Okay, well, we are, like we said, we're Becky and Tyler, and um, we also have a third co-host named Craig who is this bot on Discord that's recording us, apparently has a name, his name is Craig. So I feel like <laughs> Craig is also a part of this. I'm very excited. Um, but we are The Watch Out. We just decided to start a podcast and we're going to call ourselves The Watch Out and we'll be watching our favorite movies and shows. We'll be recapping them, discussing what we like and dislike about them. We'll be picking apart some awesome Easter eggs and we're going to rank them at the end of each episode as well. And the first show that we've decided to binge is Avatar The Last Airbender. I'm so excited for this. Are you excited for this? I am so thrilled. I, this show is life-changing. It changes everything, <laughs> doesn't it? It's like... It's, I Yes, I definitely so do good. see my life. This is a good like segue because I feel we wanted to talk about where we each... like. We're, when we each started watching the show for the first time, and I definitely feel like like there's BC and AD, and then there's like before Avatar: The Last Airbender, and there's after Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah. That's how much I True. like it. It's so good. So when did you start watching it, Tyler? I started watching it like right when it was coming out because I remember watching the finale. I think on my computer or like on Nick. Yeah. I I don't know. Like the finale, I was like, oh my gosh, the finale is on. So. Yeah, no, like when it first came out and it was just so good. And it's a show that's just like I can watch every year. It's just mm -hmm. so good still. And I never get like tired of it. Yeah. Yeah, I started like right when it came out. I was super late to the party. I did not watch it when I was a kid. I have no idea why. Um, but I watched it for the first time this year during lockdown 2020, baby. <laughs> and it came on Netflix and everyone was telling me to watch it. And my best friend, Natalie, made a PowerPoint trying to convince me to watch it. And so then I did. And my life has changed. It is my favorite show. <laughs> yeah, that, it's so good. I don't care that wild. it is a kid's show. It's great. I, I Yeah. I didn't even realize it was your favorite show. I, read, I mean, like, I, I, 
I would probably say it's my favorite show now. I love this show. I love The Office. I love Parks and Rec. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I love Survivor. Those are kind of the top, I would say. Mm. But, like, this is just... I think the thing is, like, Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Office, they're all very similar. Yeah. And this was, like, I've never really watched something like this before. I've never been into, like, anime or anything like that and that's like a whole deal is if it's anime or not like I've never had a desire to like read comic books or watch anime or anything like that and it's just so good and I thought it was going to be so dumb when I started watching it and it was really great yeah fair enough so I'm glad that we're that. Here. and I'm so glad that we're doing this because you and I after like every episode and every season that we watch we always call each other on the phone and talk about it so we're like why not true just, yeah why not I'm invite like, where Craig? you at now where you at now yeah why not now invite Craig, Craig to the party <laughs> yeah Craig is like a again. little is he He's a squirrel a, I don't even know I don't know is he a bear <laughs> I don't know we have like a little <laughs> little like profile picture of him Craig is like a dog or a bear or a squirrel or something but Craig, we're so happy that you're here. Um, do we want to like introduce ourselves a little bit, Tyler? Does that sound like yeah, a good thing? Okay. Yeah. We talked about this before and we decided to introduce ourselves. We would give our name, obviously. Um, why don't you tell, why don't you talk about your name, your the element that you would bend, your Hogwarts house, and then your lightsaber color? Sounds good. So I'm Tyler and I am 100% a firebender. Like, there's no doubt about that. I took the yes. test. I took a ton of tests, and I always got, like, a firebender. And it'd be nice to be a firebender because you don't yeah. have to rely on, like, water being around. You just shoot out of your hands or whatever, get some lightning, bada-bing, bada-boom. My Hogwarts house, I'm a Gryffindor. I've taken the Powdermore test, and that totally makes the most sense for me. And maybe there's a little hint of a Hufflepuff, but I'm definitely... Definitely a Gryffindor. And I love Harry Potter. Harry Potter's fantastic. We're definitely and... gonna watch Harry Potter on this podcast for sure. Oh, for sure, yeah. That that's a must. And my lightsaber color. So I had to take this test, and this was the first time I like taken one because I didn't even know that like it was really a thing. Which is weird because I love Star Wars, but yeah, I know that they had all those meanings for like the colors and stuff. But I'm an orange lightsaber. Which means basically, you know, I I'm naturally really good, but like I could, you know, be a little like uh, maybe go to the dark side for a little bit. I don't know, but yeah, so orange, and I like to call it orange, so that kind of worked out. That is very that's very you because I feel like whenever we talk about shows, you always love the villains better. But oh, I yeah, wouldn't say sure, that yeah. you would necessarily be a villain in real life. But you like once we get to Azula, you're gonna like. You love Azula yep. <laughs> so much. Is she your Before, favorite character? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I mean, yeah, Iroh's up cool. there, but yeah. Yeah. Of course Iroh's up there. He's Iroh. Iroh's great. He's the best. Okay, <laughs> well, I am Becky, like I said before. My um, element that I would bend, I am also claiming to be a firebender. Um, I think that I could also be an airbender, but I'm going to go with fire. Fire is very, like stems from like energy and passion and 
I'm very enthusiastic and energetic. So, and also I want to marry Fire Lord Zuko. So I just decide <laughs> that I'm a firebender. Um, I am also a Gryffindor. I used to think that I was a Ravenclaw my whole life, but I actually am a Gryffindor. It's Pottermore approved. And as I grow up, I definitely think that that is the right house for me. And then lastly, you sent me the test that you took for the lightsaber colors. A very official oh, yeah. BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah, the BuzzFeed. Yeah. So it's yeah. law. It is yeah. <laughs> set in stone. Um, and I got green lightsaber. And I'm reading the description again. And it says, green is for the Jedi who are extremely well versed in the ways of the Force and favor negotiation instead of combat. They are also known as Jedi consulars and are equated with scholars. You care about others and can be cooperative, even though you do have passionate opinions, which showcase your individuality. I get that. I, I understand that. I feel yeah. I have a lot of individuality. So I kind of wanted to be a yellow lightsaber just because I like the color yellow and I think it's bright and fun and cheery. Um, but I got green and you know what? Like, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much like as long as I'm a Jedi and I have a lightsaber, like I don't really care what color it is. I'm fine. So. And green makes sense. I mean, kind of like strong with the force. You got Yoda. Yoda Clyde has on. green. So, I mean, Luke like. Luke gets a green one. So, yeah. Yeah. It's all good. It just, Luke get a green one. Is is the green one that he has, is that in the last one or the last of the original? Is that when he has like all the black clothes and he goes to like Jabba's yeah. palace? Yeah. And... He becomes like a Jedi. Yeah. That is my like favorite Luke it. of all. The oh, yeah, for sure. Best. Yeah. Luke. Okay, sweet. Um, so we today are going to talk about Avatar Season 1, Episode 1. It's called The Boy in the Iceberg. Um, Ooh, let's go. Let's freaking go. Do you care if I just read a little synopsis about what happened, Tyler, just to kind of refresh our no, memory? Oh, yeah, do that, yeah. Okay, hold on. I need to find what I wrote. Where did I even write the thing? Story time. I'm looking. Story time. Okay, I found it. This is what happened in The Boy in the Iceberg. A harmonious world broken up into four nations, water, earth, fire, and air, are thrown into chaos after the Fire Nation declares war. Only the Avatar, master of all four elements, can save them. When the world needs him most, he vanishes. 100 years later, yes, whoosh. 100 years later, water tribe kids Katara, a waterbender, and her older brother Sokka, if you hear dingling in the background that is my dog beanie on the couch um anyway katara and her older brother sokka who is a little bit sexist come across a bald boy in an iceberg and his flying bison they soon discover that the boy named ang can bend air a skill thought to be wiped out by the fire nation years ago the pair introduce ang to their small tribe before he and katara explore a deserted fire nation ship on the ship the two uncover the truth ang was trapped in the ice for 100 years which is a lot like captain america However, they have no time to process this surprising discovery because a booby trap puts them in danger, blowing up the ship, or like blowing like fireworky things off the ship. I don't know. Nearby, whiny Fire Nation Prince Zuko and his pure, sweet, cinnamon roll of an uncle, Iroh, are on a mission to find the vanished Avatar. And with commotion coming from the blown up deserted ship, Aang has put a target on his back. And then it ends with the very chilling words, to be continued. So yeah, it's a great episode. Um, we decided that 
to talk about the episodes, we're going to go over, we think we're going to stick to this, like, kind of outline. We don't know if we will or not. Who freaking knows? Um, favorite character, least favorite character, favorite bending moment. And then we're going to end with, what did you learn from this episode? What were your life yeah. lessons that will you'll carry with you for forever? So do we want to start that with... Also, yeah, sorry. yeah, then Becky's also going to go through some little Easter eggs at the end, too. A little rapid fire. Yes. So do you want to start with... Do you want to start with um, favorite character or least favorite character? Let's go with who, um favorite character first. Okay. Um, my I or you go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my favorite character in this episode had to be. Uh, I'm gonna go with Sokka. I think Sokka was oh really. Yeah. Yeah, he was a bit sexist, but he was. He was really funny in this episode, and his one-liners were great. He annoyed me sometimes when he's like. You know, just being a little bit too Sokka-ish, but he was he was a great character in it, but mainly his one lines. I kind of look at the other characters, and I'm like, eh, not as good as Sokka. He he's like, oh, I love when he puts on the war paint, you know, when he's in yes. the little like, and they're getting ready for the um you know, invasion, and he's just like, I don't know, Sokka was great in this one. I like how he looks at his muscles while he's fishing. I like how oh, he's yeah. like looking at his reflection in the water. Um, my favorite character, this sounds probably really cliche, is Aang. I think Aang is super cool. I like, I mean, like, I like how dramatic his entrance into the world is. I like <laughs> he he just already right off the bat seems super fun. He's an airbender, he's interesting. I am wondering the entire time though if he's cold. Because everyone's like in the Southern Water Tribe and it's like freaking Antarctica and he's wearing like this little orange and red yeah. tunic thing. And point, he has a bald yeah. head. Like somebody needs to give him a hat. Yeah. But um, other than that, I think he's really fun. I think that Aang is like, out of everybody, Aang's the one that is like, yeah, I'd want to spend a day with Aang. I think he's super cool. I think he's super fun. Who do you think your least favorite character is in the first episode? 100 percent uh what's katara is it honestly i she annoyed the crap out of me in this episode she's just so bossy and whiny she's like yeah we have to come on Saka, you're messing with me and then you know Saka's just like she's like oh you should have turned left there and then i don't really like get the whole Katara is annoying in this episode thing, to be completely honest. I do think that Katara is a little bit, I think there's some episodes, more episodes, like specifically when she like has a crush on Jet later on and like Jet's like the worst person ever. Um, mm. Then I don't like Katara as much. I'm not going to say that Katara is my least favorite character though. I'm going to switch it up just to have variety. And I'm going to say that Sokka is my least favorite character in this episode. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> This will probably be the only episode that Sokka is my least favorite. And when I say that Sokka is my least favorite, it's not like I actively like really dislike him or dislike anybody in the episode. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, Sokka has yet to meet the Kyoshi Warriors. He has yet to meet Suki. He has yet to learn that like, 
he's just, you know, a dumb little like 14 year old or 15 year old or whatever boy who just, I don't really like the things that I don't like of all the things to make fun of Katara for the fact that she's a girl, I think is really dumb. <laughs> Like, you can say, like, you're not funny. Like, it's canon that she's not funny. Like, Sokka leaves them for a day to, like, master sword fighting, and she, like, can't crack a joke, and everybody talks about it. Like, you can make fun of the fact that she's not funny. You could even make fun of the fact that she's not a very good waterbender yet, and yet he goes with the women card. So I'm going to say Sokka's my least favorite. But overall, though, in the series, Sokka's, like, in my top three. I love Sokka. So this is not, like, an anti-Sokka podcast whatsoever. Um, cool. Do we want to go over best bending? Although there's not too much bending in this episode. Yeah, there's really, the only bending that I really can think of is, like, when, um, Katara, like, frees Aang, I guess. I mean, that's probably my favorite bending moment, because, I, I mean, mean I guess, I like, I part. like, uh, yeah, Aang is just kind of, I guess, like, Seeing Aang airbend is really cool, but we'll see more of Aang airbending and then and more bending just like in general in the next episode. I don't even think it's been a while since I rewatched this episode. I don't even think you really see like Zuko bend, do you? Do you see him like doing training or anything? I don't remember. I don't Whoops. Think we, so, no. we watched this like last week. Um <laughs> but yeah, I, I will say though, I thought um that the like when the iceberg opens for the first time and the big like light shoots up and stuff, I thought that was super cool. And like, okay, you do kind of have a little, like um, you have a little tease of the avatar state when he comes out of the iceberg and it kind of is like alive and his eyes go like glow or whatever. Mm. I love the avatar state. I'll get more into that in the next episode. <laughs> I love the avatar yep. state so much. Um, But yeah, we'll talk more about bending probably in the, episodes to come because in this one nobody really no one really bends my dog is on the couch behind me just like looking straight into the camera (laughs) she's like oh yes um okay so what (laughs) lessons did you learn from this episode tyler what's up Ooh. so first i'm gonna go off with it is possible to freeze yourself or get frozen for a hundred years We've seen this in yes. multiple franchises now that, you know, down the line, maybe I want to see what it's like in a hundred years from now. I may freeze myself, see what it's like. So it's, I it's did possible. learn that. Yeah. And I also learned that this is the weirdest part. So penguin sledding is in this episode and that's like fantastic, but I totally forgot that I think they're only like penguin. They're not a mix of like another animal, which is so yeah, bizarre but- in this. It's so weird. It makes me wonder if they like got that idea after they made this episode or something to combine all the animals yeah. with other animals. They do have like four yeah. flippery finny things though. Instead yeah, of- so that is different. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but if anyone knows if they are a mix of another animal, please let us know because I thought they were only a penguin. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. That was really interesting. Um, I would like to change my last answer of who was my least favorite character because I forgot how much I hate um, Zuko in this episode. Um, I forgot that I, I, like I said, we rewatched this like over a week ago. Um, So I, I like kind of repressed my 
hatred towards Zuko for this episode because Zuko eventually becomes my all-time favorite character in this series. Um, but his, I mean, like, what what can't you, like, what good things do you have to say about Zuko in this episode? He, he has the dumbest haircut. I understand his haircut is this way because his dad burned his face. Um, but still, it's been, like, three years since he's burned his face or something. Like, I just wish that he had a better haircut. He's whiny. Um, when I first watched this, I did not, like... I didn't, I hated Zuko. I didn't under, I, my friend Natalie kept telling me to just wait and then I would love Zuko. And I was like, no, I'm never going to love Zuko. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Zuko is like, Zuko, oh, Zuko is a real tough look in this episode. He's also wearing like this weird robe, like this yeah, weird the robe, robe that you never see again. That's weird. Ugh, Zuko. Worst crime is the haircut. <laughs> The worst crime. Zuko wins worst haircut in the entire Avatar series. <laughs> but I do like seeing not only his character transformation, but his hair transformation as the series. True, yeah. My amazing. Okay, I know it's so good. Ugh, anyway. They probably did that on purpose. They're like, okay, we're gonna give him a terrible haircut, represent this character early on, and then it just gets better. Yeah, it does. As really hair, interesting. As his Small heart feels, his hair gets better. <laughs> it's it just yep. goes to show that like you look better when you're emotionally healthy, don't you think? When you yeah. love yourself. And Zuko sure. is, you know, a test to that. My lessons learned though, um, I'm gonna say my lesson learned is um I would say don't like make fun of girls because it can have very crazy world altering consequences like um like the like the iceberg opening up. Um I'll also say my lessons learned are just that like uh, like guys just shouldn't have a haircut like Zuko. Like if a guy ever, if I ever see a guy ever and he has his haircut like Zuko, I've never really liked ponytails on guys ever. But if he has a ponytail like Zuko in season one of Avatar, it's just a, it's just like an immediate 150% no from me. Um, yeah. But I'm glad I figured that out. I'm glad I learned that from the episode. It was, yeah. that was really nice. You need to, well, you know, you, you need life. to learn that about it. You need to yeah. know what your type is. And my type is not season one Zuko haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Craig, um, Craig, I just want to say Craig is really not pulling his weight in this conversation. And he has yet to say anything. And um, I guess he he is, I, I, he's making it possible for us to speak our voice. The freedom of speech. He is. He's basically he's very selfless, <laughs> letting others talk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, do you care if I go over a few Easter eggs before we rank this episode? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, guys. So let's go into some Easter eggs. Bum ba bum bum bum. I gotta get to my Easter eggs first. Where did I put them? Where did I put them? Okay. Here we go with Easter eggs. Okay, so the light that emits from the iceberg when it's opened um, looks a lot like the spirit per portals in Legend of Korra. So that was super cool. We, we oh, are a pro Legend of Korra podcast, especially Legend of Korra season three. Oh, yeah. Um, so we will definitely be, hi, Beanie, my dog. 
we will definitely be talking about Korra more. Um, speaking of Korra, Sokka, after Aang shows him his glider, says, last time I checked, humans can't fly. And that immediately made me think of Zaheer from Legend of Korra, which I know is one of your, or who I know is one of your favorite villains. Yes, he is. He is fantastic. My dog is jumping onto another couch. Oh, oh. she heard Zaheer and oh. now she, oh, Beanie, do you want to say anything? You're she good. doesn't like Zaheer. She doesn't like Zaheer. I mean, he's a villain. So <laughs> um, okay, then Iroh says firebending comes from the breath while Zuko is doing his training. And um, Zuko then uses his breath to stay warm in the cooler in the Boiling Rock episode. So, oh, yeah. That's, I, just love, I love that episode. I just love seeing Zuko take what Iroh taught him and use it. Um, next up. Um, Katara says, maybe there's a bright side to Aang when they're talking about the fact that he's been trapped in an iceberg for 100 years. Um, and he says, I did get to meet you. And this is the biggest bright side of all, because they will end up getting married and having three kids. So. about that? Thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness that, you know, he was trapped in the iceberg for 100 years or else he would have never met Katara. Um, then next up. Um, they're not allowed to go on the Fire Nation ship, the deserted one, but eventually at the beginning of season three, they will steal one and live there for a time. So that's yeah, kind of crazy. Wild. The fact that we we start out with them not, you know, getting permission to go near a Fire Nation ship and then eventually they'll grow up so much in the span of like a summer or whatever and they'll they'll steal <laughs> one. I mean year, I've never I ne yeah, I never as a child stole a navy ship. Um so no. these guys are like really good. Yeah. Can't say that I ever did that. Um, and then lastly, I just want to point out, um, he directs a lot of these, but the episode is directed by Dave Filoni. And he would, um, I don't know if he started directing these and like creating this before or after Avatar, but he will go on or has already gone on before this. He directed the Clone Wars um, series, oh, yeah. which is also super good. So just super cool that there's like crossover between these two really cool shows. So those are the Easter eggs for this episode. Ugh, what fun. I really like being able to tie things into Legend of Korra now that I've seen Legend of Korra. Oh, yeah. And it gets even crazier the more we watch the show, too. I know. I'm sure that I'm going to see a lot of Korra stuff that I didn't realize the first time when I watched it because I did, had never seen Korra before. So are you ready um, to rank this episode? Yeah, let's rank this episode. So I... We are going to... We're going to rank them out of oppas too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's got to be oppas. We decided yeah. we're going to rank them out of five oppas. <laughs> yeah. So I thought this was a really good pilot episode. Um, you know, it was good to get to, like, know the characters a little bit right off the bat. Nothing too crazy. The bending wasn't mm. nothing special yet. Uh, but it was a good pilot episode. I would give it two oppas out of five. Just because mm. if I compare it to all the episodes in Avatar, it's definitely lower on the list. Plus, they're in the Southern Lake Water Tribe and the South Pole and stuff. So, I I would freeze down there. I don't really like ice, and it's just I don't know. <laughs> kind of, it's kind of scary down there. So I, I wouldn't want to live there. So I'm going to go with two oppas out of five. I am going to agree with you. I don't really enjoy the first season nearly as much as the second and especially the third season when I watched this 
series for the first time this year. It took me a long time to get through season one. And then once I hit season two and we like met Toph, I was off running. So I'm also going to give this a two. I think that the next episode will be a lot better though, because I know that there's way more bending in it. Um, but yeah, I am going to say two as well, just because I want to, I want to like save my fours and my fives and my higher ones when I, when I know this is only the first episode. So I want to save it. I just want to, you know, use it when it, when I really, really like it. But yeah, exactly. pretty good start though. But I think that both of us kind of said though, like touched on, it's not, when we give it a two, it's not that we think it's really that bad. It's just that we right. think the other ones are absolute perfection. Yeah, and basically. Yep. Yeah, it's like once we get to like Ember Island Players and Blind Bandit and Boiling Rock and all this stuff, we'll just we'll give out i'm probably going to give out like a five for every single episode in season three like i mean i think that's like uh, that is a, I'm someone write this down right now i think i will probably oh boy. i'm thinking of all oh of them the gosh. beach sozo's comet the eclipse all this stuff i think i'm probably gonna go fives all around cool Dang. so that was our first podcast episode yeah how about that I know it's crazy. Um, thank you to Craig for recording us. <laughs> um, and thank you to all of our friends who are gonna listen to this. <laughs> hey, you guys do we great. know we don't have a we don't have a send off? How do we want to like send? How do we want to sign off on this? Do we? <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> my room is getting darker and darker the more we talk. I know. Um, I like can barely. Even- <laughs> Um, um, yeah, do we want to end with though. a quote? Um, there are a couple good oh, Zuko's quote at the end. He's very, um, agile for his old age. Zuko. That was a good quote. Yeah, the avatar is looks very agile for his old age. And, and with does. that, we will bid you adieu. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the last airbender, quite agile for his old age.